people, and welcome to a new episode of Bad Thought Therapy. I am Cherie Hardy, and I'm so happy to be able to share again with my listening audience. I have not done some episodes in a while. It's been about three weeks. I snuck one in um, a few days ago, and so I'm trying to get a regular schedule again. But I just want to thank everybody for their prayers, for their words of encouragement, Um, for their donations. We are now finally in our new space um, in the Mall West End, and I'm very grateful for that. So um, tonight we're going to have a real, it's going to be a provocative topic. We're going to be talking about sex and spirituality. And when I first thought of this segment, I knew that I did not want to do it by myself, although I did just one single episode speaking to young people but I didn't want to do it by myself. I wanted to do it with a man, and I knew, already knew who I had in mind. He is no stranger to bad thought therapy. Is actually, we've done an episode before, but he is someone that I consider a hero. I consider him a righteous man, and um, none other than Matt Hardiman. And you might remember that he is the author of the book, Pull Pit Gangster. Not only did he write the book, but he also produced the film that is on YouTube right now. And the last time we talked, we're going to talk about it again, over 2 million people have watched the movie. And I know why. It is a very eye-opening and provocative movie. And I'm going to let Matt talk about why he did it. But a part of that that whole experience, which you'll be sharing, was sex. Sexual deviation, I'm going to go so far as to say. And so without much further ado, Matt and I are going to be doing our first episode together of Sex and Spirituality. I want to just say this is for mature audiences only. So if you have a child, young child, you may not want them to listen to this because we will be having some candid conversations about sex and spirituality. So again, thank you. And Matt, thank you so much for joining me tonight. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. I feel honored. Well, it is it is an honor to me for you to take the time to agree to do this with me. When I thought of this segment, you were the first and really the only person I had in mind for doing it. Um, after I read your book, Pulpit Gangster, I was um, my eyes were open to what can happen. I mean, I know there are people who have gone through cults and sex can be a major part of cults. But when you were growing up in the church, and, and I just want to talk about this in general, before the show I was talking about why I'm doing this. So let me just go back for a second, you guys. I just want to know, tell you why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I am seeing people lose their lives because of sex. Sex-related practices and behaviors, people are losing their lives. They're getting sick. They're getting depressed. They're dying. And I just wanted to share some information to get people to really think about their sexual practices and to begin to ask themselves, do these practices cause harm to me? Do they cause pain? Are they causing me to be depressed? Am I doing things I don't want to do? Bad thought therapy is all about getting people to be mindful of their thoughts and to think about their thoughts and reflect. So I just want to go over that again before we jump into the conversation. But Matt, um, I read your book and there there was a lot of disturbing things in there that were sex related. 
What did you learn growing up about sex? going back and researching the story that was one of the things that you did when you went to the police and you went to the news media that was something that really helped to 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 end this um stuff because the media got involved when they saw that children were being hurt um and i i know this is gonna for some people it may sound strange but i think a lot of young men grow up with a lot of perverted and unnatural ideas about sex that they're taught by some adult male it could be a female but I know when I was growing up there was a guy it was a family of guys and their dad had them watching porn when they were very young this is something that he taught them to do or had them do and two of the older boys you know I don't know how it affected them I never talked to them but I remember when I was in college one of my sisters called me and said that the youngest boy was in school and he had molested another boy. Basically, he was acting out what he had seen over and over again and what he was taught. So how did you, how did that affect you? I mean, someone constantly talking about sex all the time, then you're gonna be thinking about it. I mean, how did that affect you? Well, to be honest with you, uh, it affected me so much to whereas at at around the age of about five years old and and I don't even share this very often with too many people. In fact, you know, I just something I just don't discuss. But when I was about five years old, I could remember having thoughts of my kindergarten teacher I wanted I, I, I had thoughts of wanting her to have sexual relations with me 
at five. At five. Uh-huh. And and that just goes to show. I, I really mm. thought I was I, I, in my mind. Mm. Mm. I really thought like I was an adult. Mm-hmm. Because see, when you when you've been told so much about sex from a baby. Yeah. 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 And now I'm five years old, thinking that I can really handle this now. And I just, I used to have thoughts of her. And you know what? I Again, I don't think that this is that uncommon, Matt. I think that many young children, both boys and girls, are exposed to this. And we're talking about what happened, but I, at some point I want to talk about solutions and how you were able to, um, you know, heal yourself mentally and spiritually and all of that. But this is a concern. And I'm just, if you're a parent... Please, please do everything in your you can to protect your young, vulnerable, impressionable minds from being exposed before they're really able to understand all the dynamics of sex. So it's like you're being exposed to something, but then the brain, the human brain is not even fully developed until you're in your 20s. So you can't fully cognitively understand understand cause and effect or understand the long-term consequences even if someone tells you it's it's really hard because on one hand what I saw and I and just kind of probably what your experience was is like boys are told you know oh just have sex it's good and it looks good to them when they see it on screen or wherever but then there's a dark side to it and no one ever is saying that too it's kind of like you're only getting one side of the story and that one side is sex may feel good but then it may feel good but it also can cause your cause sicknesses it can cause death it can cause depression then it gets into um you know a spiritual thing because you're talking about sex without love so we you know you just at that age you're not having a relationship where it's love involved so I think my my issue when I was a teacher, I was a teacher for 31 years. If you just turn it to an end, I always talk about it. What I saw, and I saw some of this stuff acting out in class, is that children sometimes get just one side of it. If if they got all sides, then they might still think about it, but then they'll know it's kind of like you touch that stove, your hand can be burned. So, but that's not usually what happens. So you were five. How did you act on that? You know, I told you about my my former um, the people I grew up with. He acted out on a child, but how did you deal with that? It was just a thought, or what? What happened? No, actually, what did not help at all. To be honest with you, is that uh, my teacher at that at, at that time she you know she would hug me and she would kiss on me or tell me how I was her boyfriend and mm. stuff like that. Oh my goodness! And Yes, and um, I, I really, yeah, like I really started believing that I'm her man. Wow, and this is so inappropriate, and it is disturbing, but this is why we're having this conversation, so that if people are dealing with this or have dealt with this, they can get healing, and I know healing is not easy, but it is possible. 
I know healing does not take, you know, take place overnight. It is a process. So Matt, you grew up, you from five, and then you grew up. How did you act on it as you got older? Because it's a thought, but then if we keep thinking about something over and over again, we're eventually going to act on it. So how did how did that affect your behavior in terms of your actions? Honestly, sadly, to say, you know, when I got a little bit older, um, you know, and I became a, a teenager, uh, that very same cult leader that always constantly discussed vulgarities and, and, and sexual mat- subject matters in front of little children mm. in the lowest ways. Mm. And I mean, I mean, just literally, I, he, when I was a teenager, he had a deranged way of thinking. So he decided that he was going to take the youth, the young people, which included myself, as a teenager, and force us to mate with each other. So that we could bring more children into his congregation because he was trying to build a mega church. So he basically used me as a young 17 year old teenager as a sex slave and so many others. And 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 that and I and and and, and that's how even myself I you know my. I had nine children by my children's my children's mom from that environment because I was used as a sex slave. Did anybody rebel? Like, if, if, okay, so you heard you heard him talk about it all the time from the time you were very young, and I again I think this is really not uncommon where children are exposed either by their own parents or either by the media through magazines or videos and now with you know of course social media and all kind of internet you know they can they have even easier access to it but okay so you started you you keep married you all and you started having children early and you had a lot of children um did no, anybody he forced us. He forced us oh force oh my goodness he forced this is this yeah, this was forced. It was against my will. So that's what I, I was gonna. I was kicking and screaming and crying. You know, like mm. no. I, 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 I'm like, no. What are you doing? This is, I, 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 this is not something I want. Wow, wow. And so, and and you rebelled. Did anyone else sort of rebel too? Because it was, it was not natural where you fell in love and you got to know people and you had relationship and did anybody else rebel or how did other people respond as well there were some uh, that tried to, to rebel or, and, and even some did rebel uh, but it's almost like in that environment you have it's like your entire family is there mm-hmm. So when you're born and raised in these particular environments and all you know is this man is God, like this is what your parents and this is what your relatives are teaching you, you know, that whatever he says, it stands, it goes, this is like God speaking to you. 
And so, so even if you try to rebel, you, you stand to, to have, you know, your, your mother, your father, your sisters, and brothers, and everybody, your cousins, and they're going to turn against you. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. They're not going to support you. Yeah. The, 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 and, and, and so you stand the risk of losing all of them. Or at some point, like I was, you know, when I even tried to verbally rebel and, and, and say, you know, stand against some things that I felt was wrong there, well, he had his goals to beat me physically. And I was only 15 at that time. God, that's so, you know, wow. So, because of time, and we're probably going to have to do a part two of this, when a young, when children are exposed to sex very young, again, before they have the cognitive ability to fully understand all the consequences, and again, the spiritual effects of that can be very damaging because personally, and I've talked about this on a few shows, not in detail, I don't believe that sex and love should be separated. I believe that the way that the creator created sex, it was meant to be for a man and a woman who were in a committed relationship and loved one another. And that, and then when you take those two things and you separate them, that is when you get into a lot of perversion and deviation and lust, because then it's about, it's, there's no love, it's just let me fulfill whatever craving I have for the flesh. And then if someone, if you're always watching it, you're always hearing about it, we know that you're going to act on what you think about and what you meditate on. So, but let's talk about healing. What was, what is, what did you do to begin the healing process? And what do you recommend a man do to start the healing process? The healing process for me, so you got to understand that once I decided that I was going to you know, escape, mm -hmm. escape from this environment. Mm -hmm. I knew that I, I, I was, I, I, I was going to lose my family. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you, I did not even want to live anymore oh, when I got out of that environment. I was so damaged mm -hmm. mentally, spiritually, mm -hmm. to where I gave up on life. I was hopeless. I was just like a shell of a man, mm -hmm. you know, just wandering to and fro and really just existing, but not necessarily living. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I became hopeless. And, and, and to be honest with you, I gave up on God. I said that God wasn't real, couldn't have been real, uh, you know, because if he was real, then you know that that certainly wouldn't have happened to me and so many others, because there was so many, you know, girls, young girls that were sexually molested by this, this, this co-leader, this quote-unquote pastor of the House of Prayer Church in Atlanta, Georgia. Right. It's been all in the news. And so that that caused me because I was looking to him as if he was my God. But when I found out that he was a phony and a fake, I said God wasn't real. Couldn't have been real. 
And so, but once I lost faith and I, I lost hope and, and I became hopeless and all of these things, the real God, the most high, actually revealed himself to me. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And let me know that I did not know him or who he really was because I was looking to that man. And that's and a so, and, and even though mm-hmm. at that time I lost my, my mother and my father, my biological mother and father, well, the Bible says that when your mother and your father forsake you, then the Lord will take you up. Yes, that is. That I didn't know this at that time. Right. I gave up on God, but then God, the real God, showed me. That I didn't know him for who he was. And so once he, you know, made himself known to me, that is when I felt like my therapy started. And he started showing me visions and dreams and giving me things that would happen. He would show me things that would happen before it even happened. And I, I said to myself, wait a minute now, I, I, how can somewhere, somebody somewhere, somehow, know these things before it even happens? But that's what he will do. And so just for solutions, if you're listening and you have been exposed to sex as a child and um, and you are like mad, you, you're down, you feel like you want to give up, on life and on God, you know, I have said this before, if you just go directly to God, we don't have to go to people. We need to just go directly to God and ask him to reveal himself, ask him to heal us, ask him to restore us, ask him to um, show us what we need to see as you had visions and dreams. He will. And I'm glad you're bringing this up because a lot of people when they're indoctrinated in something and, it, and it's religious related, then they can't separate that person who is saying that they're speaking on behalf for, of, for God and God himself. And there is a difference. That's correct. And ladies and gentlemen, I want y'all to understand that God is not perverted. Man is. God is yeah. not out here raping people and molesting people. Men are. And women are. And so when I say men, I mean mankind. But mainly it is men. It's still mainly men. And so what we have to do is we have to learn how, as Matt said, separate the people who say, who claim that they are representation of God and God himself. We have a direct line to the creator. You you don't, you know, it's good if you can fellowship with people and learn from people. I'm a person, I believe in humility. But the bottom line is, you can go to God for yourself. You don't have to have another person. I don't know where the concept, but I do know where it came from. And that is what I call bad religion. I have a page, some episodes called Good Religion. And bad religion is man-centered. Good religion is God-centered. It is about the creator. So, Matt, you began that process um, because it happened when you were so young and you were indoctrinated in it. Do you still struggle with things that you learned from 
you know, that time in your life? Are you totally free or how does that work? Well, I feel like um, only only because of Christ. Yes, yes. Uh, only because it, it's like the, the, the Bible says, you know, that he shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Yes, yes. And, 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 and Jesus said, Yeshua said that if I make you free, you're free indeed. I was set free from those lies that I was taught from that environment. There are things that, that, you know, when when you've been taught wrong so many years. Yes, yes. You see, and and every once and again, some things may still come up. Yes. How do you know? The thing I like about it is that, 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 but the spirit that's in you now, when you have the Holy Spirit, the, the spirit will lead you and guide you into all truth. And let's talk about that for a so second. So you get a chance to repent those lies. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. And I like it because when they come up, then the spirit will come in yeah. and teach me the truth. That was a lie. This is the truth. And that was a lie. This is the truth. And that's what I live by to this day. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is that is so so for a person who is going through this, Matt, because there are so many people, and this is why I'm doing this segment to help people heal. And I want to stay focused on that. So, what would be the first thing? Well, you've already mentioned it. The first thing a person needs to do is seek out the creator of this universe, the one who made the sun yeah. and the star. That's the first yeah. thing. And when we and I've talked about this over and over and over again on this podcast, all that means is you get in a quiet place, you turn off everything, and you begin to just talk to him like you're talking to a friend, and you get quiet to listen to him. And here's the good news, ladies and gentlemen: you never have to worry about your business being repeated. You never have to worry about it anybody laughing at you or shaming you or making you feel guilty. We both can testify that God is real. God is, Yah Elohim is real. And and so if you don't know him for yourself, you can discover him by you having a personal one-on-one experience. And that is how you experience him. So that's the first thing Matt said. Matt said, first, the Bible even says, first, the kingdom of heaven. And that's the, and that truth that Matt was talking about, and when we when when Jesus taught about seeking first, we have to be mindful that sometimes we're seeking our flesh first, we're seeking our goals first, we're seeking people first, and so when we change our mindset, that in the end of the day nothing else matters but the state of our soul. At the end of the day, because we cannot take our next breath without the creator's permission and let me tell you billionaires have died and will continue to die your money can't stop you your education won't stop you from leaving there is this life is going to end in the flesh and the only thing that really matters 
is the state of our soul. Now, Matt, I want to talk about solutions again. You mentioned something else that you did. So when a thought pops up, because I talk about this all the time, your therapy for that, like if a negative thought pops up from the past, can you say practically what you do? Like, do you say something out loud? Do you do something? Like, what do you really do when a negative thought from the past or sexual thought pops up in your mind? What do you do? No, it's uh, what it is. Um, you can't stop negative thoughts from coming up in your mind. That's right. So how do you? How do you? Now, when I mean when they uh, pop up, what? How do you respond to them? You're right. You can't stop from coming, but how do you end them? Is what I can say. So what it is? So what it is? You know, it's just like you know, if 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 Yeshua, uh, if if if, if Yeshua was tempted by Satan himself. And this is the Christ. So if Satan is tempting the Christ, and, 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 and how Christ dealt with him, how, how Yeshua dealt with Satan, was rebuked him. And when we say rebuke, you guys, for those of you who are not religious and may not know what that means, that is resist and reject. Like when I see the red light on my screen, we're going to have to definitely do a part two on this. That means that you say no. You can even say it audibly. No, I'm not going to think about this. No, I rebuke yes. that. You, you have, have to resist. You, that's right. The devil, as the Bible says, and he shall if you submit first to God, <laughs> you, you submit. You, you got to submit first because you won't have the strength to resist. But you submit to God and resist. And Lord, the light is on. We got to end this. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a good first episode with my brother, Matthias Hardiman, the author of Pulpit Gangster, the producer of the movie. You guys, please go to YouTube and watch this movie. Please get the book. We're out of time. God bless you and keep you. Take care.